so what are you, I mean, the Thanksgiving's coming up. Like, mm-hmm. what's, what does your family do for Thanksgiving? Growing up, we would always visit my dad's parents in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's where my grandparents lived. Okay. My aunts and uncles, um, my cousins would converge on there. Um, and then we always did Christmas in New York with my mom's mom coming up. And then when she got older, we went down to Alabama for two years. Um, yeah. Since Blythe and I got married, we've been switching off. Uh-huh. Uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah. This year we'll be going to North Carolina, her folks, for Christmas. Okay. Um, and then New York for, for sorry, Thanksgiving. And then New York for Christmas. Oh, okay. um, so we're driving up to North Carolina. So, but this is probably, excuse me, probably one of the last times we'll do it. We've already said that starting next year we want to do Christmas at home. Since we have a little one who will be two and a half next Christmas. At your own home. Yes. We want to start having oh. our own, kind of build our own family traditions. Oh, and doing yeah. that, you know. Yeah. Santa Claus and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So we'll figure out what we're going to do for Thanksgiving then to make it kind of equal and what, who we visit or what we do. So we'll figure that out next year. I'm sure your families will be sad to not see you on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they understand. I mean, yeah. we have our own kids now. We want to kind of do our own our own Christmas thing. Each of us grew up having our own Christmas traditions that we like, and we want to kind of build that for ourselves and That's great. mostly for our daughter. That's great. How about you? Thanksgiving is is always just sort of like random for our family. Um, we used to do this sort of, well, my whole family lives in this general area, so we used to all mm-hmm. get together at my grandparents' house, my mom, my aunt, and my uncles, and uh, my, you know, just whatever. It, it'd be sort of normal grandmother uh, and grandfather type of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But as everyone's gotten older and right as, like, family's grown, mm-hmm. it's just been, like, really strange and random. But this year, it's going to be a really big um, sort of a circus uh, because we're having family come into town that, like, never really comes into town. And so there's going to be something like 15 people, wow. like, crammed into my grandparents' um, home. And I'm in charge of making pies, so I'm making, like... Yeah. Just like a shit ton of pies. <laughs> and take my recommendation, sweet potato pie. Sweet potato. I know. I'm still, I mean, literally up until you like showed up, I was like still trying to do my pie <laughs> plating. So I like have clearly have not decided. <laughs> I had these like grand plans of making a rhubarb pie, but nice. I, apparently it's not rhubarb season because no. um, I couldn't find them anywhere. So. No. I love a strawberry rhubarb pie. That's delicious. Yeah. It sounded really nice, but whatever. Yeah. My specialty is a blueberry cream pie. So I'm making that, two of that those. That sounds nice so good i don't know recently I, I i love pumpkin pie but the more i think about it the more i'm like i honestly think sweet potato pies are better they because are. i think the 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 base ingredient is better like yeah you know i've roasted pumpkin for pumpkin pies for yeah. like that or like pumpkin ravioli and pumpkin in and of itself tastes like nothing it's a squash it's uh-huh. like butternut squash but Correct. less sweet right you might as well do like butternut squash pie which honestly probably would be pretty good that sounds all right to so me so what pumpkin pie or pumpkin spice is just like nutmeg cinnamon correct sugar yep it's like that's what that is. Yeah. And, and sweet potato pie is the same kind of spices, but sweet potatoes in and of themselves have a better have flavor. have a better flavor. I 100% agree with you. So. <sighs> we'll see. Yeah. Do you do the whole turkey, the whole traditional things, all that? Oh, we do the whole turkey. Uh, Perry's in charge of making stuffing. He has, like, a really um, special, like, stuffing recipe that he makes. So, um, yeah, pretty classic stuff. I nice. My, like, one must is that I have to watch the Macy's Parade. Yeah. Um, I'm obsessed with it. Um, you should go up to New York one time and go see it. You think? I went as a kid. Did you? Well, yeah. It's kind of fun. Did yeah. you see them go by? Yeah. Okay. I'll think about <laughs> it. I don't know. Being, like, stuck out in the cold, like, surrounded by people yeah, sounds Yeah, it depends on fun. the weather. It depends on the weather. 
Um, yeah. And, like, you wouldn't be down in, like, where Herald Square is watching all those musical right. acts. They would oh, be God, out and no. just watching the balloons go by. Right. Boring. Yeah, I can't wait to It's fun shove. when you're, like, seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's fun then when you're a little kid. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I wish we had some sort of, like, there, is there, like, a parade or anything here, is there? Not that I know of. I know oh. that there's a Christmas parade here in our city. Is but there? I've, I've, I've never been. I've never been to a single parade here. They have Veterans Day Memorial. They have all these parades in no, there. right. But I've never been to a single one. <laughs> I mean, parades are usually not as cool as, as fire, fireworks or parade. Anyone that says yeah. a parade is an idiot. Fireworks <laughs> are better. <laughs> oh. <sighs> all right. I'm, I'm honestly, y'all, I'm feeling a little, I'm feeling a little down because yeah. we're having some microphone issues and just, I'm just bummed about it. Yeah. We'd like keep thinking we have the solution and then it keeps being like insane, like inexplicably yeah. not working. Yes. We're like following every step possible and it still is like not working. So. And I don't want to hear emails or tweets about aggregate device. <laughs> we, we know audio MIDI setup. Don't worry, guys. We're familiar. <laughs> right. We can read Reddit. Like, we understand. You know how to go on YouTube it's and see a little happening. video. It's not happening right now. Yeah. But I guess if any if anybody <clears throat> out there is uh, recording a podcast with two blue microphones and a MacBook and can tell us how to set it up, yeah. that'd be great. And if anyone there works for blue and knows someone works for blue, please get at yeah, us. Yeah. Get at us so I can fight you. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet at them. We need to tweet at them. Tweet. Ooh, yeah. That's apparently how you get things done these days. Ooh, it's a tweet honestly. at a brand. Okay. Okay. I'll do that. Okay. We'll do that later. <laughs> if, if, but you're, Blue, you we're guys coming. who are following us on on Twitter, you're about to see us go on the warpath. <laughs> Blue's about to get these hands. All right. We're weeping to fight. So, <laughs> <laughs> huh. so it is 2.03 p.m. Hmm. We are in a city to be unnamed later, possibly. Maybe. And I am Jack. And you are Melina. We're doing what Hannibal told Will to do. Right. We're here. We're alive. We're alive. You're alive, Jack. I don't think anyone's ever told me that in a little bit. <laughs> are you sure? Should are you we reach sure? out and I'm touch alive. me? Just, okay, yeah, wow. And wow. my hand didn't come off. Wow, thank God. Like a glove. That is barf material. Oh, that that was crazy. Uh, episode 10, Buffet Froid, which I had to Google and look mm. on YouTube as to how to pronounce it because of all these French words. Good. I can't wait for the Japanese word season oh, yeah. two. Oh, yeah. Best it's of luck. Best of luck. I'm glad that's something you have to tackle. I guess so. We've just, just like, it's been decided <laughs> non-verbally that tacitly that I'm the guy who pronounces <laughs> mm-hmm. the episodes. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is now. Mm-hmm. So. So, yeah. Th- this was a good one. I'll get into what it means after we do some other housekeeping and shit-eating. I don't think I have okay. to eat shit for anything. Not that I can think of. I thought I did about one thing, but I... I looked it up and I was wrong. So, oh, so no. I was wrong even again about the Buffalo Wild Wings t-shirt. The saga was Oh, my God. So, okay. So you did win the opportunity to, but then they gave it to me for free anyway. That's what oh. Alex told me. So, I, like, you know, white male privilege wins again. God. I didn't even have to pay for it. Good Lord. <laughs> yes, just to make it clear, Jack is a oh, white cool. male. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. I get, I get to pay for this shirt. Like, you know what? Just take you know this what, shirt. You know what, guy? We, you'd be good promo for us out there in the large white world. Have our shirt for free. Thanks, B Dubs. Those wings, those wings were so good. I, I, I was shocked. I, I'm still. I tell people that they're good, and people are like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, what about? a joke. 
y'all go go to Buffalo Wild Wings and get some of those yeah. pumpkin spice wings. They are and good. Buffalo Wild Wings, get at us and pay us for this content. Oh, We're giving honestly. you free advertising right now. Yeah, right. They are not a sponsor. <laughs> like, oh, yet. you're like 20 listeners really mm-hmm. are, are making us hey, money. I love each and every 20. I love you guys. You're and doing like so you great. guys have been sending us just wonderful notes and just wonderful things showing like telling you like just how much this show means to you and how happy it makes you like and just like nice like show like actually like technical like content notes but yeah, right like everything like we love the content notes and we love just hearing how the show makes you laugh like yeah we got into this again we're gonna harp on this whole time we got into this I literally know. just because we like talking about Hannibal exactly and and the fact that there's a, p- people out there who are enjoying it and it's making them smile like I know their podcast yeah. they do the same thing for me oh yeah and so thank you guys so much yes that's awesome keep emailing us like keep um, hitting us up on on Twitter or whatever if you see something that reminds you of us. Uh, um, our our good friend Anne said that she saw these like uh, pumpkin spice Cheerios. I think there she said, and she mm-hmm. was like, "I thought about eat the crew." Yeah. Like, yes, that's mm-hmm. that's what we're looking for, and we love that. And we're so exactly glad that you're you're for. thinking of all that crude, disgusting stuff as you're walking around the grocery <laughs> store. Um, so thank you, Anne, for your email. And um, okay, in a couple episodes, we threw out. I mean, we're always throwing out possible crossover situations that we want. We desperately want Brian Fuller to pick up just for funsies. Please. Um, and you had the brilliant idea of like, what if it was Ratatouille? I honestly don't know how that thought, how we first started thinking about that. But like, I posited that Hannibal Lecter is the kid. Yeah, is the from kid a grown up because he grew. He was like raised in Paris. He yeah, lived in Paris for a bit and cooked. Exactly. And so our one of our um, followers on Twitter, Alicia Clapp, aka at Steak underscore the underscore rude. Um, <laughs> Made this like brilliant Amazing. comic strip. Amazing. <laughs> Fantastic. We, we retweeted job. it at the at Butcher's Pod. You can check it out there. Yeah. Follow give give them a follow. Yeah, please. Please. Um it blew my mind. Oh, it was so great. It was so well done. It was like just what I was imagining, right? It was like Will walking in and like <laughs> <laughs> the animals like having Remy sniff a thing on his head. <laughs> It was so cute. I, I like, want it yeah. framed on my wall or something. And it's so Will great. looks kind of chic. He's got a little scarf around Ooh, his neck. I know, and right? I was like, Will never looks that good. No, you made him look fantastic, Alicia. All right. The one correction, just... though, I will say, Alicia, is that you said the crossover that no one needed or no one wanted. Oh. I, I, I disagree. We all need this crossover. Need. Crime. Desperately. Des- in, especially in these dark world. times. Oh. oh, brother. In these dark, dark times. Speaking of dark times, maybe this is... This would be a good time. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So I want to say one quick thing before we get into who Great. would Hannibal eat this Great. week is that we were thinking between our coverage of yeah. season one and season two, we would do um, a special little like maybe mini episode, but I don't know, maybe regular length. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, where we talk about the fanfic that you guys have already sit in, or if you have any more mm-hmm. Hannibal related fan fiction that you want to submit to us, we want to talk about it. Definitely. We'll do some dramatic readings of some excerpts that we like. Yeah. Um you know, this is, these will be, we can just say these won't necessarily be not spoiler free because a lot of them are sent yeah. after the show or later and we're just going to do whatever we like, um, you know, an episode or two yeah. kind of as a little break in between seasons. So between seasons one and two, between seasons two and three, whenever that happens next yeah. in 2019. Um, so just, yeah, kind of be looking forward to that. We're thinking about ways to change it up and yeah. keep things fun and interesting beyond just episode by episode. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That might be after, like, the holidays, I guess, is when that would Yeah, occur. I timed it out. It looks like we'll be done with season one right after the new year. Because oh, okay. it's every other week that we're right. dropping these. So we have, we're on episode 10, then 11, 12, 13. Okay. 
yeah, that's great. So anytime between like now and early January or something mm-hmm. like that, we'll you know follow us on Twitter and we'll we'll tweet about it and send out the call again if you have anything. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So in these dark times, transition to who would who Hannibal would eat? Hannibal, Hannibal eat. eat. Ooh, I like that. We need a little do 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 little piano <laughs> music. Who would Hannibal eat? Who would Hannibal eat? Do 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 do. Again, if anybody wants to do a little jingle yes, or something, and I want some theme music. Um, especially for Eat the Crude, because um, I'm clearly I have dropped the ball on my musical. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'm Don't not worried, worried about, about it. it. Um, okay, so again, this is the se- the segment where we talk about who would Hannibal, the fictional character, um, hypothetically pull out of his Rolodex mm-hmm. to then uh, make a meal out of mm-hmm. uh, this week. So who's been fucking up this week in mm-hmm. our world? Um, Jack, do you want to go first? I will, and this is this is someone I actually don't know who this person is, but it's a person mm-hmm. that um, exists um, who I really immediately was like, oh, that Hannibal would fucking murk <laughs> this person instantly, mm. and it is whoever runs the Twitter account of the NRA, oh. whoever runs the Twitter account of the National Rifle Association, an odious organization. What are they um, doing? So when oh, I now of course I should know who it was. I think it was the. Uh, American Academy of Pediatrics, or basically a big mm. medical physicians association, posted some studies about how <laughs> basic uh, gun laws save lives and gun violence is, is incredible scourge and all these different things. Mm. And the NRA literally tweeted, stay in your lane. <laughs> like, I know you guys all talk to their doctors, but stay in your lane. And, like, can you imagine oh, if God. someone told Hannibal, like, to stay in his lane? Like, oh, I get your psychiatrist, stay in that fucking lane. Like... <laughs> Holy shit. I just, like, right. yeah. like fuck yeah. the NRA. Yeah, a, like, great, can I have your business card? Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Whoever runs the NRA Twitter account, fucking tweeting, stay in your lane to doctors. Well, is I saw just that, and they amazing. all, like, and then, like, Dr. Twitter, like, revolted. B- blew up. Blew up. And they were, like, my lane? And they were, like, posting pictures of them in the ER just, like, covered in mm-hmm. blood. And were, like, this is my lane, bitch. This is my lane. <laughs> like, fuck you. Yeah. So I feel like whoever runs that Twitter account, Hannibal would be like, okay. All right, got it. Great. Mmm, <laughs> tasty dinner tonight. Uh huh. Hypothetically, of course. Of course, of course, of course, of course. Of course. Um, great choice. Thank yeah, you. I forgot about that. That was really infuriating. <laughs> <clears throat> um, I think this week, my choice for who Hannibal would pull from his Rolodex would be Betsy DeVos. Oh, oh, Bets. Oh, Bets, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> God, uh, um, you know, she's been nothing but a nightmare, I think, since the moment that even her name came up as a possibility for Secretary of Education. Um, And as someone who works in education, Mm -hmm. and at the time of her confirmation, I was in grad school for education. Mm -hmm. This was like... um, hot on on people's lips here and she has done um i mean she's fulfilled every uh fucking negative prophecy everyone has had about her recently she's put forth some new suggested guidelines on how college campuses are supposed to deal with sexual assault allegations including the fact that it would allow the the accused to cross-examine the victim oh my god i didn't know that that's awful can you Imagine that's, that's aw- some that's, Law and Order SVU shit. Like awful. that literally did happen in an episode of, of Law and Order did. SVU. Of course it did. Um, but like, wh- I'm that's sorry, so fucking crazy. what? And this isn't the first time that she's put forth regulations like this or, or like proposed policies or whatever to make it much harder for people accused of sexually assaulting someone on a college campus. Mm-hmm. 
um, making it much harder for them to to be doled out justice or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, it's making them easier for them to to get away. And it's all under the guise of like making it fair for all parties and mm-hmm. like you know people who are accused of sexual assault like have it hard too. And it's like yeah, I mean that. Then that's when you really like, and you lose me so many, so many places along the way. But that's when it's really like, this is insanity. Yeah. And, like, there's one thing when it, if it comes to like, legal due process and blah blah blah, you know, all those things right. is important. But this is, you know, it's it's already the burden of proof is already so high, and right. victims are mistreated so badly culturally, and this is making things so much worse. Right. And even beyond that, like having I didn't know about the cross examination like that. That's crazy. Crazy talk. Yeah. It's awful. It's completely re-traumatizing. It's, it's awful. Just the talk about talk about preventing people from coming forward in the first place. Oh my God! Right? Yeah. If you come forward and it goes to court, yeah. the person you accuse might actually have the opportunity to question you in front of a judge That's and jury. That's insanity. It's it's bananas. So bye bye, Betsy. No, fuck you, Betsy. <laughs> See ya. We want to give a shout out to to our friend Anne, who also uh, brought forward Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick from Texas, who is. Uh, from what she put it, if one I've already knew, um, piece of shit. <laughs> and she wrote, "Go get him, Hanny." <laughs> couldn't couldn't agree more. Yeah, seconded. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So if you guys have anybody this week that's been, um, yeah, you want to get on your hit list? Yeah, you want to add to Hannibal's uh, chew list? Growing, growing meal <clears throat> list. Yeah. Oh, he's eating yeah. good these days. Yeah, he, eating good in the neighborhood. <laughs> He's gonna have them all laid out on the table, a nice cold cut buffet, Ooh, like a buffet foie, oh, which is basically yes. okay. Yes, so, so no, let's jumping into episode ten, season one, buffet foie, which means cold buffet. Mm. So I encourage you right now to Google image buffet foie. Okay, I'm it's, doing it. Um, so what what it basically is, I couldn't figure out. Like it, it's basically a buffet, a spread. I of started cold typing cut. buff and buffalo wild wings came up. Oh. Sorry, <laughs> divine providence. Yeah. That basically is like a platter of cold cuts. Yeah. So oh, it's like a charcuterie board is like a kind of nice version of a buffet foie, yeah. but it's also like these bananas, super decorated, weird oh. things of like smoked salmon or like cold cuts. Yeah. And like schmear. It's something. funny. I like, this is something that I associate with like, like almost like Eastern European Jewish, like a whole like schmear cottage plate thing of all these different um, things. But this is also a thing. It's just like, I guess the Italian version of like antipasto. There's just like rolls yeah. of cold cuts and other things. Basically, a cold buffet yeah. that I imagine would be put out for a party spread. Yeah, yeah. So, and I guess you know the the the, the easiest parallel of why this episode's called that is that one scene when he's um, eating with uh, Doctor Sutcliffe and he's literally just giving him like sliced meat, you know, with the yeah. Ham Iberico, which yeah. is, oh, that's the best food in the world. <laughs> it looked really good. Um, great. So, yeah, so that's what buffet foie uh, means, cold buffet. So there we go. Yeah, the, yeah, the pictures are crazy. I know. Like, it's Google just like it. It's, it's weird. It, just like clicking through the pictures. There's, like, pâtés and little sandwiches. It's a whole, like, platter, like, thing. So I can dig it. Yeah. Looks delicious. I'm so next time you go to like a little party or there's like a reception that has that, and be like, ooh, someone oh. brought the buffet foie. And like, be like a real asshole. And they'll be like, get out of here. <laughs> Leave. You can go. Uh, okay. Okie dokie. So we open in Delaware with some lady. I wrote Bobo Abigail because she's like, she has like ma- major <laughs> Abigail vibes. Oh man, I almost like spit-taked my beer. Abigail. 
Like Bobo Abbey. Honestly, that's right. Like a homely, like cute, plain but pretty brunette in a farmhouse. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, yeah, and I, right, that farmhouse, I wrote, no one should live in this creepy old farmhouse By alone. By herself. What is she doing? Well, she's not alone. She has that bird. Oh, and she has, she uh, has the bird. Her best friend was, under her bed. Which too. I was shocked the bird didn't die. I was like, this bird's fin to die. Yeah. This bird's fin to like be like Draco Malfoy in fucking Half Blood Prince, where he puts it in the vanishing cabinet and it comes back dead. Yeah. Bada yeah. bing, what's he wearing? Wow. Um, another Harry Potter. <laughs> it's on a marathon on sci fi right now because Crimes of Grindelwald came out this weekend. Yeah. And I'm I'm so excited. Ezra to see Miller. That. I'm so excited. Has everyone seen his. Is he who plays Credence? Yes. Fuck yes. Have you seen what he's been wearing to the different premieres around the world. Has it been amazing? Banoonies. Fuck yes. I love him. He crushes. He is this like avant-garde like Really? Yeah. I'll, uh, now, I'm, now I'm gonna have to like. Like well th- this is the thing about the Harry Potter movies especially the okay. David Yates ones is the fact that like I mean the stories are great J.K. Rowling it's like all of that's great but like the the casting is amazing. You know, like, yes. especially the Harry Potter movies, because like, they have, like, literally every, oh, my God, oh, my God. This is, like, Bjork, oh, my God. Look at this. So Ezra Miller is wearing this, like, black down, like, nun, weird, oh, my God. This is unbelievable. Yes, like, full-length, like, bubble Everyone coat. needs to Google Ezra Miller. This is Mil- another one, or he has Avada Kedavra written on his palms. He has Avada Kedavra in, like, henna tattoos written on his palms, wearing this, like, insane... Like swan outfit. I'm just obsessed with this full length, like black bubble wrap yes. look. Yes, this is amazing. I love. I am now all in on Ezra Miller. And he just did an interview. He just did a spread for uh, Playboy too, mm-hmm. and he looks fantastic. Full nude, I hope. Uh, Speaking I of wish. full frontal, I just watched uh, Outlaw King on Netflix. The Robert <sighs> the Bruce, Chris Pine, Scottish movie. Oh, did you? Yes, it's, it's very fun, and you do see Chris Pine's dong. That's what there I've heard. That's frontal. the only thing that I've heard, honestly, about that. His Scottish accent and his... his Scottish accent and he's got a full frontal. And his dong. And his dong. Yeah, it's, a, it's good. I mean, I love Scotland. I love Scottish. Everything Scottish is wonderful to me. Um, yeah, so, but, like, I was re-watching Half-Blood Prince and, like, the actress who plays Lavender Brown crushes in that one scene where she's like, one, one, like, crushing, yeah. crushing. Yeah. Everyone, like, the guy who plays young Tom Riddle, who's like, how did you know the pineapple flavor? He goes, in intuition sir like crushing everyone killing it (laughs) like that's what makes those movies so fucking good yeah and of course they've got our beloved Dan Dan Folger Folger. Uh, R.I.P. I had a dream a few nights ago that like we somehow got Dan Folger to be on the podcast Friend of the show, Dan Folger. <laughs> the longtime listener. Friend of the show. Emails us every week. Like, that would have been, like, I was like, that would be amazing. We got Dan to, like, sit down with us and I'd talk about I'd be too embarrassed him. to show up. I would just let you interview him and I just <laughs> wouldn't come. Um, uh, amazing. Yes. Okay, wait. We got yes. really Go back track. to the bird. Sorry. Yes, the bird. Just, that's right. She gives the bird this look that's, like, really, like, it, it made me really sad. It's like, this is her only friend. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, she's it like, must hello, be. little bird. And it's just like, oh, wow. She's... Alone. Yeah, I'm worried well, like, about her. But no, handy. but like, I, I have mad respect for her though. Before she gets murked, because like, okay, so she's in bed in her room that has multiple framed horses on the wall. I know. I was like, oh, she's a horse girl. I'm like oh, no. what? <laughs> she didn't grow out of that horse phase. No, no, when no. she turned ten. No, she didn't grow out of that horse phase. But like, girl power. She's handy, right? So like, handy. if my ceiling started dripping, I would be like, motherfucker, and like I, I would be like cursing the whole time, and she's like. <laughs> All right, all right. Yeah. She goes up to the fucking attic and like, oh, look, Mail there's gun. a hole in my ceiling. <laughs> and she's like, 
All right, and then like nail guns it and fucking closes right, it up, like, gets a thing. Nine. All right, let's do it. And I was like, whoa. Like, you know what? Guess, yeah, props or props are due. I would be Honestly. pissed. A, I'd be swearing the whole time. I'd be like, this is, yes. what the fuck? Yes. Then I would call somebody. I'd be like, there's a hole in my roof. What am I supposed to do about it? You Google it. You Google yeah, it first. But like, she's like, done. I know what to do. Get some tarp. Close it up. You know, worry about it tomorrow morning. Fix it up. Like it's fucking. She's great. She's killing it. I always think I need to learn how to like work on cars. Mm -hmm. I have this just like sinking feeling that one day I'm gonna be on like stranded on the side of the road. I'm Mm -hmm. gonna need to know how to like fix a carburetor or whatever the fuck. So, I I. Yeah, I changed respect. my tire. I put on my spare tire a few weeks ago, and Did I was you? very proud of myself. I wouldn't know what the fuck to do. The hardest part is finding the jack point, which is basically like what lifts the car up. Oh, there's, yeah. the, there's like a little point that like doesn't bend. If you don't put it on that point, you, the, you basically as you lift the jack up, it like bends your fucking <laughs> chassis yeah. of your car. Yeah. It's so like finding that was the biggest pain in the ass, and then it's just lifting it up. But like, so I paint my nails on the weekends, so I was both <laughs> changing my tire with painted nails, and I was like, "Fuck <laughs> you, gender norms!" Like I'm. Doing everything right now. I love it. Good for you, man. I'll add that to my list of things to learn how to do at some point. Uh, but yeah, but so then she gets murked by a creature under her bed. She gets pulled into her bed like, like fucking, Freddy Krueger yeah, style. Yeah, I really, but this thing. When we end up learning about this murderer, it's like she like drags her to hell, literally yes, under the literally. bed, like. Rah! And yes. I was like, that's intense. And then the blood is like. Yes. Yes. Jesus, what did she do to her under there? That I know. Such... She rips her fucking face off. I mean, yeah, obviously. You find that out. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah. Then we get, and then it's Hannibal's office. And Will is in therapy. And Will is oh, in therapy. I can feel my nerves clicking like roller coaster cogs. It's funny because oh, with, yeah. with, with, with his encephalitis, he has got ma- major headaches, and I suffer from migraines, and I was actually getting overwhelmed when I was watching this yesterday. Mm. And I remember, like, whenever I'm watching these episodes in this part of season one, because I suffer from headaches and because that is the kind of feeling you get when you have a migraine, it's kind of malaise and just pain, it, like, really shakes me. I'm like, oh, I know yeah. exactly what the fuck he's talking about. And it makes me feel, like, gross. Yeah. Just, like, your head feels like it's clicking and then, like, oh, just, like, I just, like, literally, I'm like, yeah. oh, God damn it, Will. He's going through some shit right now. Honestly. And, like, what a way to put it. And that... I realized that the way that he described that, like, clicking and long plunges from the book, as well as a couple, uh-huh. there's, like, a lot of bits that are, like, directly from the book, actually, in here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, that's a really sort of beautiful way to put something that seems really painful. And yeah. And then, like, do you feel alive, Will? Which is a the whole theme of this episode. Yeah. And he's like, he feels like he's fading. Just he feels like he's losing his grip on, A, yes. reality, and B, just, like, what? Himself. Himself. Yeah. Um, why did I write this? I wrote, Will is grieving for his... Oh, I wrote Will grieving for his daddy wishes. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? I think I think in this conversation, maybe they talk about how, like, he wanted to save Abigail. Like, something about Abigail came up, and, um, and like, he didn't end up being, like, the dad to her that he wanted to be or something like mm-hmm. that. <clears throat> I wish I knew exactly what that was. Will grieving for his daddy daddy wishes well i think he's like we covered up that she butchered somebody you know she you know she, yeah. she plunged she burst nicholas boyle like a balloon like a balloon like a burst balloon and <laughs> hannibal's amazing accent and he's like you taking a life so have you you know what does yeah. it mean Ugh. and this is he makes him do the clock face the clock and yeah which I, I remember learning about in grad school did you when i took my i think it was my tra- traumatic brain injury class or my aphasia class then which is a and a, an assessment you look at for when you're looking for spatial neglect, looking for, you know, hemispheric damage. Interesting. Things like that, because 
different parts of our brain kind of help us align things. We see space, and so yeah. having them draw a clock and looking for spatial neglect, like yeah. he thought it was normal, but really it was all fucked up, off drifted off to the side because his sense of spatial um, awareness was all fucked up. Wow. I didn't realize that Hannah, was like a real yep. tool oh, yeah. that is used. Yeah, and on Redbubble, there is a clock you can hang on your wall that's that fucked up clock. Yes. And I want that, that so badly. You need that in your office. When your students come in, they're just like, what the fuck? I throw them for a loop. Listen, they're already <laughs> confused. They don't need one more thing. Oh, my God. These children. <laughs> so stupid. Kids today, right? Kids today. Born in 2000. Fuck no. I disagree. I reject. I, re- I reject, reject that statement. I reject it. The kids in college are like about to be born post nine eleven. Kids in college, right, are almost post nine eleven. No way. Or, or have no memory of it whatsoever. No, that's wild. Oh, nineties man, the best. Um. <laughs> A simple reminder of reality, which is what we did earlier. You know, I, I, mm. it is. Seven forty-five. Will's like, I'm going oh, through the motions, and I am so, in Baltimore, Maryland. He's like, all right, I'll humor Graham. you. Yeah, right. I, I'm Will Graham. Blah blah blah. And then yeah, hands it back to him, and he is just it's a all little something's up. a little unplugged. And up Hannibal there. was just like, okay, <clears throat> the one I thought, got it. Oh, Hanny, what are you up to? Um, we find a lot of ways up to. Like, this is really puppet master Hanny, just like real yeah. fuckery Hanny. Yeah, like, and he's at the same vein. He's telling the doctor, "He's my friend. I'll I'll put the fire out when I need to, but you know, let let's let him burn now." Right, and we we'll get into it. But like, yeah, his I'm his plan to me is I'm losing the grasp on the details. It seems a little fuzzy, but but it is I, manipulative. I think yeah, I, I think like we said before, he he's just like, let's see what's up. I'm curious. But he's like trying to get Dr. Sutcliffe on board as if this is like they could write a study on this of and course, get famous. It means to an end. He's just manipulating Sutcliffe's ego. He's like, Honestly, okay, how can I get true. Sutcliffe to go along with my shit? Yeah, that's, and and that's, that's how I'll play to him. That's a good point because I was thinking, Hannibal, you cannot truly believe that you could publish anything fucking like this. What journal would ever publish this? Honestly, like? you never know. I was watching, watch the documentary Three Identical Strangers. Yeah. So thinking about how, you know, all these studies that are published on the backs of these twin studies that were completely unethical. They never published anything and, off of them. Oh yeah, that, that's true. But I know, but, but I feel like there's been, you know, stuff yes. in the past that oh, been published absolutely. that what today we consider incredibly unethical. Absolutely. Right. And I feel like at this point, like this is happening re- like somewhat present day, right? Mm-hmm. In the 2000s we talked about, like, it's like, okay, we're, we're this isn't the 70s anymore where mm-hmm. we thought we could just publish the Tuskegee experiment and not catch any flack for it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Hannibal, you know what you're doing. But that's a good point. He was just sort of manipulating. Exactly. Sutcliffe. Uh, anyway, we're like... Really Fisherman Will. Fisherman Will and Will his, like, imaginary his... hunting lodge. That was, like, not... He was hallucinating. No, I thought... Wait, really? Because he cut into that fish and it started just, like, oozing blood. Wow. Now, see, I thought he lost time and was then at the crime scene. Because he... He... He's a fisherman. We know this. Well, yeah. And he has some nice-looking... Nice-looking fish. He's, he's going to clean them. But no fish bleeds like that. No, but th- that's when I think the kind of Garrett Jacob Hobbesian, oh, where he like, like that, like the fish starts to. I mean, fish will bleed a little bit, but he starts to bleed, and he's like, "Oh shit!" And it shakes him, and then that's a good point. Does he then have a time loss, and he's in the crime scene, or is that that's which I never thought that 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 fish sequence could have been his hallucination. I think he no, he says. I thought later he really on, was there. Uh, so I think I think that you're more right than I am. So because he says later on in the episode, I think maybe to Jack or Hannibal, uh-huh. um, that he doesn't remember. He doesn't. Oh no, what does he? 
at some point he says something either like I can or I can't remember going to the crime scene mm-hmm. and like doing the pendulum thing but he was like I just remember like waking up and I was on top of her so I think yeah. you're right he loses time some somewhere between fishing and yeah. showing up on top of that lady thinking that he yeah it's very her. possible he fucking contaminated the crime scene like he's in the murder thing and then he bursts out of the room and they're all like waiting there in the hallway like you do your thing well that's we'll, what they do every we'll leave time leave you alone because every just... time Jack's like alright guys clear it out we gotta let Will do his bullshit yeah. and yeah they everyone just go like sits in a corner for a while mm-hmm. while Will does his thing sorry my leg fell asleep oh my god <laughs> so, I'm, I'm over here dying all of a sudden my left leg is like totally asleep we're good we're good um, <laughs> yeah and everyone's really worried about him because this he hasn't like right contaminated a, cl- a crime yeah. scene like this before um, and now Jack is officially concerned. Now Jack is officially concerned. But Listen, now, bitch. Da- well, I wrote, Daddy Jack isn't happy. What? Did- I'm like obsessed with Daddy recently, I guess. There's well, a lot of okay. Daddy things uh-huh. going on, I think. Yeah, yeah. Anything you need to unpack right now, <laughs> No, not in my personal life. Well, I mean, Daddy issues in real life, sure. But, um, you know, that's for us. Maybe we'll do a special ed- episode on Melina's own personal issues. You guys can listen to <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a spinoff. <laughs> um, It'll be behind a paywall, but you're going to love it. <laughs> To money bucks to hear me just just talk about your just own. all right um, <laughs> yeah and but what I loved about this was like Jack explaining to Will how his brain worked because mm-hmm. Will was like well you bring me in to do this and Jack goes no I bring you in to look at the mm-hmm. look at the evidence extrapolate what you see and pull a conclusion and I, and Will looks at him like oh that oh that's what I do oh thank yeah. you for explaining my own consciousness to me. Jack, don't play that, though. He, he, no. he does not like back talk. He goes, fear makes you rude, Will, and then walks away. Fear makes you rude. Because he's yeah. like, I'm in fear. Like, I, this whole thing about, like, it's fear that I feel, but I can handle it, and I lost grip of my yeah. fear or whatever yeah. in there. Right. You know, that, like, because of his empathy, he, he sometimes can't, like, figure out what's him and what's the killer. Right. Um, I couldn't get a read on Jack. Like, is Jack... Like trying to like guilt trip Will. Is he saying like, no, you're fine, you can handle it? Is he in denial? Does he not really get like I? I, I there's different signs of Jack coming at Will this episode. That part of me is like, okay, he's concerned. He's like, no, dude, like I want to be here for you and want to make sure you're not gonna bro- have I broken you? I'm not gonna lose you. But then there's other times when when almost it's, it's funny. It's almost like reverse. When earlier right. in the season, when the guy was in the barn all crucified or whatever, angelified. That was when Will was like, I can't do this. And Jack's like, really? How are you going to feel when someone else is dead? Right. And then now this episode, Jack is like, are you broken? Like, do you need to not do this? And yeah. Will And Jack's like, no, sorry. And Will is like, do, do I have a fucking choice? Like, right. you still need me. You ain't got nobody else to do this. So, like. I think the difference is, right, I had a hard time pinpointing what Jack was really trying to say. Because mm-hmm. previously, right, it has been pretty clear where he's like, well, I'm worried about you, but it was still like, still go out there and go get him, though. You know, like, this yeah. shit ain't over for you. Yeah. Um, but I think after seeing Will fuck up the crime scene, mm-hmm. I think that Jack was like, okay, sure, Will up to this point has been helpful, but he's now a liability. Because yes. if he fucks up this crime scene so much so that we don't get any DNA evidence mm-hmm. off of it, then there's no point in having him around if we never catch the fucking killer. Mm-hmm. So I, I still don't think that he's really concerned about Will. I know that they talk about Miriam last and I don't want to lose another agent and all mm-hmm. this other blah, blah, blah. But I think him seeing Will get 
elbows deep into the victim on the floor, he was like, yeah, I maybe he needs to take like a hot minute. Yeah. But then Will calls him out. Will's like, I thought the fact you had me seeing Hannibal and not someone else is that you wanted to keep this unofficial. Mm-hmm. Like, you knew that I was unstable. Right. You knew yeah. that all of this was happening. Yeah. No, um, he did. But he was okay to put up with the instability as long as it still kept bringing in the killers. And the second that Will starts to fuck that up and they don't bring in the killers anymore, exactly. it's like, what's the point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're no longer useful to me. Right. So... I got to make sure you're fixed enough to be useful. Right. Like, what do you think's going on? Um, yeah, so then we cut to, you, know, you go see the neurologist. Like, I think I need to see a doctor. And it cuts to, I left the line, you're lucky. Dr. Lecter is one of the sanest men I know. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah, sure. I guess, technically. Is but it, he also likes to eat people. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, who doesn't, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Jack, is there something you'd like to share? I want to share the fact that that's, this neurologist is the dad from Pitch Perfect. <laughs> I was like, hey, oh. it's the dad from Pitch Perfect. It's Anna Kendrick's dad I don't from like Pitch those Perfect. Movies. The first one I love. Two, and I've seen three. Honestly, I actually enjoyed three better than two. I think we've talked about that. Maybe I don't like Anna Kendrick. I think oh, that's oh, my oh, thing. Okay, well, then you're going to be... You don't like Rebel Wilson? You're a fan of her? You're No? Not really. Two was really bad. Um, <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is this? Three was like fine yeah yeah but i thoroughly enjoyed one i mean yeah. i love oh, what the fuck's his name like the the not the lead of the other main male singer who was in dear evan hansen on broadway won a tony oh I'm, yeah i'm, 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 I'm pissed that i can't his remember name. his name but he's amazing super he charismatic good. and he's so great he is good and then uh what's his face from workaholics is great from the first movie so i don't know i have yes. I, I enjoyed the first, the first one yeah he's in the first one. Oh, okay bumper I think is his Adam name. Devine is the yeah. actor's name, right? Yes, that actor's name, not yeah. the other one not who was in Broadway. Mm, correct. Which I, I'm, I'm losing my mind. I can't think of his name right now, but he's wonderful. Um, so I have another note about Daddy in here. Oh my God! What is going on today? So, uh, so right, we get to the to the, the, the neuro office, and Will is sitting down to, to do the MRI, mm-hmm. and I, I wrote. Oh no. oh no! I wrote. Oh no! I wrote hospital gown daddy with an explanation. Wait, hospital gown daddy? <laughs> because he just still looks like so scruffy, but he's got this like dainty little hospital gown. Oh, that's cute little with his butt out in the air. He's got... uh, what is wrong with me? Well, it's funny that he has daddy. a gown. Like, I had an MRI earlier this year for my hearing, and like, yeah. I just like got to empty your pockets, like. You got to do it in like your normal. Clothes. Yeah, I was wearing my civvies. You know, I was I was just. Oh, wearing... you were in your underwear. No, that's skivvies. My oh. civvies is my civilian oh, outfit. Gotcha. It's like what like cops will say. <laughs> I wasn't in uniform. I was oh. just wearing like a regular like clothing. Okay. Um, but yeah. Oh my god, this the sequence behind the thing is amazing. When Hannibal's like, "It's yes. epilepsy." It's like, "Is that your professional hypothesis?" He goes, "No, I smelled it on him." And he's like, "I, I just love the whole sequence because I I love Sutcliffe." in this episode because it helps us kind of get a fuller picture of what younger Hannibal was like because yes. they were residents together and then they split off working in the hospital together right he's like oh so you've gone from smelling nurses perfumes to like <laughs> diagnosing <laughs> I just love the idea like he's in the ER and he's like you're in Dior huh mm. alright yeah like, and she's like, oh, great palette like, like oh, hashtag me too like he's like honestly what are you oh, stop sniffing it's a new sure. scent you're wearing ew gross get the fuck away from me <laughs> like, like are you no pregnant? Way. Like, are you late? Like, <laughs> There's no way that women like found that 
Oh, no way. Although it's Hannibal, he's so charming. Maybe he oh, spun it. Maybe. They're being like, it's wonderful, but like, it's gross. And like, the way he describes what encephalitis yeah, smells like was disgusting. Smells, it has a heat, a fevered sweetness. <laughs> barf. <laughs> barf. <laughs> but like, a I, fevered sweetness that is disgusting. Was it like, like a, like a sweet and sour sauce or something? <laughs> Like a, I'm just I'm imagining thinking. just like this like gross sweet molt like hot like I don't know it's yeah, just well, like, just, like sweet, sweet and sour it's chicken. like disgusting it has a heat to it general a fever sweetness it smells like general sow's chicken what if he's what if he said something very specific it like smelled that? like Polynesian sauce from Chick Fil A <laughs> right specifically it smelled like Kikkoman soy sauce. <laughs> <laughs> but like you get it you know what that smells like you know like. exactly you what that smells like yeah it smells like barbecue lays like, like, okay. let's just keep going what, what does this smell like I mean I love barbecue lays <laughs> it smells like cheddar and sour cream <laughs> the best potato chip flavor yes honestly that is really good. Okay, okay 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 wait okay is there anything else yeah, and I just I just like mentioned like yeah, what journal would ever publish that? But it turns out that wasn't him. Yeah, though. yeah, but he like this is like the incredibly unethical like you know he's playing with Slickcliff's ego. He's like, yeah. and then Slickcliff goes, "What do you smell on me?" And he goes, "Opportunity," Opportunity. which is like that mm-hmm. scene from The Big Short, um, where they're like, um, it's the scene in The Big Short when Ryan not Ryan Reynolds Ryan Gosling Absolutely. does his pitch to Steve Carell's little firm. Yes, and he's like, oh. "Smell that? What do you smell? smell? Cologne?" And he goes. Opportunity. No, money. <laughs> I smell money. Oh, and they're like, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. It's such a good movie. It's, it's so depressing, but it's so it well written and so well acted. It is. Um, honestly, I could do like, any of the Christian Bale parts. That was the weak part of that whole movie, was the Christian Bale parts, when he's just like, really? like haggard. Like, I, this is going to happen. Everyone's pissed at him. Like, you know he's an alum of our university. Christian Bale? No, the no, the real person that oh, he the real portrayed. Person. Oh, got it, got it. I was like, there's no fucking way Christian, Christian Bale. Bale. Christian Bale didn't go here. <laughs> no, they would never let us forget that if Christian Bale went to They this would university. never let us forget that. Uh, as much as I would love to. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but yeah, like, Hannibal's cold as fucking ice. He's like, the right side of his brain's completely inflamed. And Hannibal's yeah. like, hmm, okay. Yeah, he goes, I know, it's unfortunate for Will. <laughs> It's like, too bad. Okay. Okay. Too, too bad. All right, Hannibal. Please don't mm-hmm. hurt our precious little cinnamon roll. <laughs> like, please yeah. take care of him. And it's a great segue into the fireside chat that he has with with, with Jack. More the, brandy. The brandy. Sipping brandy. Brandy. No, the, You're like, a fine girl. What a good me. It's a good. Right? Yeah. Okay, good, good, cool. Yeah. I was like, what am I doing? Yeah, spot on. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um... Yes, but he's um, Hannibal says something to the effect of like, oh, like if he's if it's not neurological, he's gonna have to come like deal with the fact that it's mentally ill and or he's mentally he, that yeah. he is mentally ill. Has mental illness, yeah. And Jack goes, "You think he's mentally ill?" And I was like, "We all have known yeah. that he was like at least somewhat had some sort of like mental. Well, he was well, just I, like yeah, different." Well, yes. Well, I think what Jack was positing on thing I was like, "Where are you on the spectrum?" Is like, oh no, Will is just developmentally different. He has different personality issues, but he's not mentally Mentally ill. Ill. He's not schizophrenic. He doesn't have, you know, delusions or something that is like, you know, that that he can't get a handle on. That's kind of a difference. Even if he did, let's say he was schizophrenic, 
I still don't think that would stop Jack from putting him in the field and making him do his Sherlock thing. If he, yeah, as long as he was able, as you know, the end justify the means. Like that's been the whole thing. Has been with Hannibal. You know, the ends. He's saying to Sutcliffe, the end justify the means, yeah. and that's been the thing with Jack. Is like so far, because Jack even says like, I had eight dead girls and Will caught them. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. guess what? Yeah, exactly. I'm it not worked. really apologizing for this. Yeah. You know, he's been he's always been able to come yeah. back, and then Hannibal's like. Not always. So far. Yeah. Which is exactly right. Like, that's the logical fallacy is like, right. oh, this has happened in the past, therefore it's happening. It will always happen. It, it will always happen. Yeah. Like, the hot hand, uh, which is a guy from the big short, and, you know, the shooter, the guy makes uh-huh. three masks in a row, he's going to make the next one. Well, yeah. no. Just, just He has so far. It doesn't mean he won't anymore. Right. Again. Um, wow. So just many like, big short or So yeah, many references. big short references in this episode. <laughs> the very air has screams. That he like it's uh the very yeah has screams smeared on it yeah another book pull I, I realize I figured it must have been but yeah. this is where you know Hannibal's been planting the seeds of what is Will capable of throughout and Will's not been helping himself yeah. with the whole like threatening Freddie Lowndes earlier in the season you know correct and and this is I think when he's planting the seed in Jack's mind he's planted the seed before in Will's mind of like do you really know what you've done if you lose exactly. time right so right. okay could I have killed this person. Um, but he's planting the seeds in Jack's, and he goes, he absorbs the killers. He yeah. absorbs who they are. Yeah. Therefore, yeah. could he be capable of doing something that these killers have done? Yeah. Um, so this is definitely yeah. him planting those seeds. Which and then, he's playing that long game. Yeah, I mean, it comes, it comes, it's coming to fruition soon. Yes. Yeah. Um, just like, <laughs> and then I read, why is Will going back to the house? Yeah, Why I was like, going oh, back we're in the back middle of the in the night. middle of the night. Just slice that forensic tape right off the door and walked right in. Yes, I was like, okay, you're gonna have to explain that, but all right. <laughs> yeah, but he finds the girl. He knew, I guess, because of his empathy or whatever. Like he knew, like she was gonna be there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. With that conversation he has with cats later. Um, Gross. And he pulls her skin. He grabs her arm, and the skin fucking. Yes, this bitty is hiding under the bed and gets like shook and starts to run and he tries to grab her and her skin her slides off arm her comes arm. off like a glove Blew. and, so and they disgusting. showed it in slow motion like twice and <sighs> i wanted to throw. um but so yeah and then he brings cats to the farmhouse to sort of like get a look over and she's like why do you think that she came back here and he's like oh just to like convince herself that she didn't do it and Katz goes, well, is that why you came back to? Yeah. Oh, she's speaking truth. She is tuned in. Yeah, she's a truth teller. Yeah. She is tuned in. I love Katz. She's, like, again, the only person who has shown, like, any true, I don't know if it's any person, but she has been consistently showing Will that she truly does care for how he yes. is, like, mentally and, like, how he's holding up in the... 100%. In the crime scenes. Yeah, 100%. Um, hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then that, that's when he realizes that um, she can't see faces. Yeah. Um, she's face blind. I don't know how he figured that out. He's just like, she can't see faces. She thinks she's dead. She can't see faces. I think thinking back to like seeing the picture scratched out uh-huh. from previously. Yeah. So maybe it was like something about that putting it together. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, I remember this episode. I was like, I'm so excited. Once I remember that this was the faceless girl episode, I was like, I cannot wait for the very final scene. I'm just like, I'm yeah, yeah, so, totally, so, yeah. so, 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 so wonderful. Um, so they're back in Hannibal's office. Hannibal and Will are chatting again. Mm-hmm. Um, and Will asks if Hannibal would ever publish anything about him if he were to learn something of use while studying and uh, performing therapy with, with Will. Um, and again, like, 
where would you publish this information about? The well, journal of whatever, whatever. A personal blog, Oh, I think. no, but aren't there some shit-ass journals out there that, like, will publish literally anything? Isn't that... Wasn't that a John Oliver, or was that an Asif on the Hassan Minaj new show, Patriot Act? There was something recently where there was, like, there are journals out there that, like, you pay a fee, and they will fucking publish. No, I think it's on Adam Ruins Everything. When you talk uh, to that, like, medical journals, like, the, the, those dumb fad things where it's, like, chocolate actually makes oh, you blah, yeah. blah, blah. And, like, there, there are shitty, unethical journals out there that, like, exactly. literally And it's, like, some garbage anything. research of, like, four people, and there's no... Totally cherry-picked. Right, exactly. And, but, like... But then part of me wonders, like, would Hannibal even want to publish in that shit-ass journal? Like, would he, he would want it to be, like, the New England Journal of Medicine or yeah, something or like, really prestigious. or something, right. Um, um, but, yeah, I mean, he hasn't drawn a clock, clock again. It's still fucked up. Well, um, I loved... Well, yes, I loved... Sorry, to go back to this, no. like, journal conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Will says something like, well, if you ever do, just make sure it's posthumously... And Hannibal goes, yep, yep. your death or mine. And Will goes, whichever comes first. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Right. There's just a little bit of like wonderful acting by by Mess Mickelson there because mm-hmm. he has Will draw the clock, and then for like a good thirty seconds, Hannibal's doing some business at the table, and then I realize he's straightening his pens. Oh. The pens are laid out like beautiful, like one inch apart from each other, perfectly straight, yeah. whatever. Like everything is so immaculate, and Hannibal like hasn't done a thing, and like he hasn't looked at it, and goes okay, puts his moleskin back again, yeah. and then he's like doing some business on the table. And I look down, and like the camera pans, and he's like taking the pens, and he's like. Like perfectly yeah. re-straightening them. Yeah. And I was like, I love that little bit of business that he's like, yep, nope, okay, I got the pen out, but yeah, we gotta it's make sure we, we gotta make sure this is exactly where they're supposed to be, like yeah. perfectly straight, parallel, like yeah. one inch away from each other. Um, should we do like segment segments now, maybe? Yeah. Let's but after dive. this we like go back to Quantico. Yeah, we like to Quantico and we get into some real shit. So we might as well, because I have some great... I can't wait for all I mean, the costume is... is I, I love it. Um, I know. I so really was not, again, not paying attention. We should do some ETC first. So we couldn't find anything in the short term. We um, couldn't find anything new. Couldn't yeah. find anything new. We didn't have time to really search for stuff. I drove through Burger King hoping that the mac and cheetahs would still be around, but no. they're not. So we're going to go back to the OG... Some uh, secret menu you could ask for. That would be amazing. So we're going to go back to the OG Eat the Crew, which is Bean Boozled. Bean Boozled, this is, um, if you guys remember, we posted a video of us eating these jelly beans, but they're like a mixture of jelly beans that, you know, it's they look exactly the same, but one is like fruity tooty, and the other one's like boogers. Barf, um, yeah. stinky you, socks or whatever. You have to like spin the wheel to like pick which one you get. So right. go for it, Jackie. Okay. I know last time I got lucky and you did not. Correct. So is it strawberry banana smoothie or is it a dead fish? You got this. No. Yeah, and you got strawberry banana. I, think I did, and I, I think this is it. Correct. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. I'm chewing it away. Um. Again, strawberry, strawberry banana. banana smoothie. Goddamn. Mm-hmm. We should do two rounds of this because time yeah. is no longer. I'm fucking. <laughs> who cares? <laughs> well, we. Yeah. Okay. We're I thought, okay. I, I think thought we're we okay. hadn't been going. Wait. I want to spin again. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. All right. Okay. Melina, spin the wheel. All right, is it chocolate pudding or canned dog food? Interesting. Why right. canned dog food, I wonder? I don't know. It's like Fancy Feast. Just this brown guy. I'm, I'm trying to get, get a good vibe <laughs> off of which, which brown one I should pick. Which brown one I should I pick? Oh, no. Okay. So Melina is holding oh, it, and she's no. very nervous right now. All right. She's clenching her fist, and she's eating the... Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Last time you were like, oh, Melina threw it out. That is that is not. <laughs> Can you give us some tasting notes, Melina? Oh, it just, it's like, um, oh, it's like, when it's just like bad chicken. She is rubbing like her eyes. She is like looking like she wants to cry. I know, because I, let me Clutching take a her beer. drink of beer. Really Clutching quick. her beer just like really, really. It's like, just like rank. I mean, it's just immediately rank. I was just hoping for some like delicious chocolate. I'm yeah, you kidding. did. I think it was this, the, the stinky little, socks little. last time that, that you got, socks. and it took you a second to realize. It did. I had to let it waft into my nose. That's where you really got this the one, you, notes. This one, you really knew. It was immediate, yeah. Okay, I kind of want to eat the crude. I've been so lucky two times in a row. I, I got to play the odds. Not always, not to just so far. Hot hand, hot hand. Here we go. Spin, 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 spin. Okay, is it? Oh, this one's not going to be that exciting. Berry blue or toothpaste? Oh, right. Either I'm going to spin it again because, yeah. like, that's, like, not that offensive, toothpaste. Like, no, come on. Give me dirty dishwater. Okay. Is it dog food? I got oh, the other one. The dog okay. Food, okay. Pudding. Is it chocolate pudding or is it dog food? You probably got the fucking chocolate pudding, you nightmare. Nope. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, my God. I'm gonna swallow it. This, no. oh my God, I don't know if I can. So exactly, that's so like gross. feel free to spit it out. It's so bad. Right? <laughs> oh my God, this is so gross. I'm like paralyzed. Let me suck in my mouth. What are some oh tasting? My God. What are you? What are some tasting notes it for you? Immediately has a fevered sweetness and uh and it has a heat to it. No, I'm just kidding. It. Oh my God, it's so yeah. gross. It has yeah. this like. It's it's it, it's, it's like, like wet dog, dog. Yeah, it's like gross. Like, like gross chicken. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so gross. I'm so happy yes. I had I got one. Me too. Like you said, immediately the immediate. second you bite down. Exactly. It ha it's just like it's it tastes like a dog biscuit would smell. Yeah. Just like that yeah. nastiness. Yeah. Oh my god, that was awful. Here you you drink and I'll spin again. Mm -hmm. All right, last spin for eat the. Crew. You know we didn't do our theme song, so we got to do oh, it. We got to yeah. do it at the end. Spin, spin, no whammies. spin, no, no whammies. whammies. Oh, geez. All right. Is it buttered popcorn or rotten egg? I'm actually, are you a fan of the buttered popcorn jelly bean? I feel like that, that's not very, really. you know, it's a very polarizing it flavor. Is. I'm a fan. You are? Okay. I think it's the like yellowy the, like splotchy yellow one. Splotchy ones. yellowy one. Okay. Yeah, I'm making sure. All right. Because uh, the, the rotten egg's going to be like sulfur or something, right? That's what rotten egg smells like. Yeah, like farts. Yeah, great. Melina is contemplating. She's looking into the, the distance, and she's and she's and she's and she's grimacing, and oh she's leaning God. over with her hands in her head, with her head in her hands, oh. and she spat it out again. <laughs> Can we get some notes, Melina? With that, how did that taste? Yeah, I'll give you some notes. <laughs> Farts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. All right, we're three for four today. Oh my God, I'm going to oh. spat some more stuff out. Oh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> oh my God, we've been bean, we've good. been bean boozled. Oh, that was some a more good, than other. Some that was a good round right there. Oh Christ! I'm too bad we didn't get stink bug or toasted marshmallow. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, sulfur won't be too bad. The look on Molina's face was just like it despair. It took a minute. It was like sweet for a minute. It really did have a, a, a yeah, fevered sweetness. Because all of these have sugar in them. So like you get the sugar. You're like, mm, yeah, the, the like sweet covering. And then it really once you started break, to sink once in. Once you break the shell of the jelly bean, then you get into it. And Molina is like shaking. She's, okay. she's just staring at her beer, like taking a deep breath, trying to center herself. All right. I'm what back. time is it? Where are you? Okay, it is two fifty-two. I'm in our city. <laughs> My name is Melina. 
<laughs> Listeners, you won't get it now because we edited over it, but the first time we did that exercise earlier, I said my full name, and I was like, I don't want to do that. Uh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> Rewind. Oh, well, that was enjoyable. Okay. Was it? Okay. I'm glad that we had the same... Um, Bad one. Yes, we both got dog we, we both food. Got so dog you food. could really that get a was, sense of what. I was like, if I had gotten chocolate, I would have been so I upset been for fear. you. I would have just flung <laughs> the bamboozled in the air. I would let me gaslight like, what do you mean? This is it's this great. This is delicious. All right. Uh, yes. Uh, closing. <sighs> we song. ate the crude. We ate, ate the crude. Ate the crude. Ate the crude. Ate the crude. Okay, now let's get into costumes. I'm I'm really I'm really proud of my costumes song, especially my opening one. I hope you guys like musical theater. I know Brian Fuller does. I know you're listening, Brian. So, get on this one right here. I wear dark suits and pocket squares. I wear sweaters on top of Henleys. It's costumes. What's he wearing? I wear plastic murder suits. I have big tie knots of paisley. What's he wearing? It's costumes. Beautiful. Next to normal, maybe. That's from the song called I'm Alive. Never seen is, it. Oh, it's really good. It's about mental illness. Honestly, yeah. a lot of the parallels. The, the, there's somehow. a lot of parallels. It's about this woman dealing with bipolar depression and yeah. um, hallucinating her, her dead son, which is I'm Alive, but he's singing this. Aaron Devet. Um, oh, who's yes, doing it, who was yes. the initial cast. It's great. It's yep. really, really good. Beautifully, beautiful music. Okay, so let's dive into costumes. Yep. Um, Hanny's all over the place with this shit. With his paisley gold pocket square early on with his patterned shirt. Yeah, but it's like typical, typical Hanny. It's I mean, typical paisley Hanny. pattern suit. Yeah, I think it's later in the episode he has a gigantic fucking tie. Mm. Um, I hope for her sake she doesn't remember him. I think this is after... After this poor girl like gets caught, he's his tie is like ten miles wide in that one scene. It's crazy. <laughs> There's one thing about Hannibal I don't like, and I wrote I period don't period like period it is in several sequences, several scenes. His collar is hanging out outside of his vest. Oh, thanks. Don't like it. Don't, don't like want it. it. I'm no. not here for it. No. If you have a vest, the outside collar should be in. Vest. The vest should be out. Inside your collar. Right. That's like almost as bad as like having your fucking collar on the outside of your jacket. Right. Like Nick Cage in National Treasure, like a 70s like look. Like yes. You have your open collar with your chest hair. Or just and the like, collar's outside of like Or no. just like any woman in Law and Order. They like love pulling like women, like the Lady ADA. They're always uh-huh. like pulling her fucking collar outside of her suit lapels Mm-mm. as if it's like a power no, move or something. It no, looks thanks. terrible. Yeah. And so he has his vest on and his collar is hanging out outs over his vest and I don't like Do you think it. it was purposeful or like an accident and then the wardrobe people just didn't catch it? I don't know. I wonder if it was... It, I feel like... It's a great question because I feel like if it was purposeful, what does that mean? Like Hannibal would, should or would know better. Um, I mean, you're looking for a Jolly Rancher because yes. you can't get the fucking dog yes. food and the rotten be, egg out of your mouth. Sorry, friends. I'm going to be sucking on this Jolly Rancher. Cause... Sucking on Jolly Dogs because outside the taste to freeze. <laughs> 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 Um, but yeah, I didn't like it. Because like, okay, so if it's an overlook, like, it has to be an overlook, I feel like. Because what does it mean that Hannibal would, I feel like Hannibal would totally, you put your jacket on, you put your shirt mm-hmm. on, you put your, you put your suit on, and maybe because he's moving around, his ties are very starched, they're very solid, and maybe mm-hmm. like the, the vest like just hangs out, like sneaks underneath. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so maybe it's just he's working, he's busy, it's an oversight. I think it's an accident. Okay. Um, but I, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Suffolk has a nice little tie bar when he's at his... When mm-hmm. he's at the hospital. He has a different suit and tie on at the dinner sequence, and it's, like, fine. In the dinner sequence, yeah, he's always, he's just wearing, like, as opposed to Hannibal, he's wearing a three-piece plaid suit. Like, Gorgeous, yeah. At dinner, Sutcliffe is just wearing, like, pink a navy. Pink shirt. Hannibal looks like his pink shirt during a dinner scene. Correct. Sutcliffe is just wearing, like, a navy suit, white shirt, dark tie, but he has a tie pin. Oh, he's a tie pin mm-hmm. in that scene? I uh-huh. didn't notice that. Because he has a tie bar when he's in the hospital. It's a nice little tie bar. Oh, wow. Good eyes. Are you noticing some stuff? Yay, There you go. (laughs) Jack has the hat. He has the great little fedora earlier in the scene, earlier in the contaminated crime scene. Yeah. Um, Fisherman Will with his whole, like, the vest. Stupid vest. I hate that vest. (laughs) His, like, casual vest that he wears over a Henley. Like, so silly. Which is different from his fisherman vest, which is, like, tactical. Like, like the puffy, like, it has pockets. It's for fisherman vest. Um... Will the shirt that Will is wearing whenever he first draws the clock face? I think I have that shirt. Really? <laughs> or at least one that is very similar. I wrote his sweater game is good this episode. He has a couple of like nice sweaters, just like a cable knit or something kind of like bigger yeah. knit sweater. Later, I wrote like I, I wrote like a, I like Will's sweater game. There were um, hardly any ladies in this episode. Like n- n- just cats. Cats wearing her like leather jacket, which I I can dig. I didn't really clock what. Um, dead girl in Delaware was wearing before. She was wearing her know, PJs. Like a, like a nighty, Yeah. Well, like, when she came in at first and fed the bird, I didn't really clock uh, what she was wearing. It was yeah, like basic, either. like a jacket. Yeah, exactly. Probably and then she had her slippers. Yeah, yeah. Her slippies, which is, I, I thought interesting that she was in this old house, probably pretty drafty, wasn't sleeping with socks on. That she had her PJs on, but no, but bare feet. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, well, maybe she looks chilly. Maybe. Um, yeah, nothing really else. Like, the one thing is, it, it, uh, Will with the Henley under the sweater, and like the fucking yeah. like the popping out from under out right. under his sweater. I wasn't a fan. No, just put on a <laughs> V-neck T-shirt or something. Like why? Well, I feel like that smacks of like it Henley. Un- I like the sweater a lot, but the mm-hmm. Henley under the sweater was a weird look, and the way he it, it feels like it's very Will Graham utilitarian. I have a Henley on; it's cold. I'm gonna th- I'm going to throw a sweater on. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking mm-hmm. about the layers as a cohesive outfit. Right. I'm just putting a fucking sweater on. Right. Um, yeah, nothing else. I mean, with no Alana, no Freddy, there's not much. Melina was just spitting out her Jolly Rancher, so that was the crinkly sound you guys heard. Um, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for costumes. Man. Oh, oh, oh. oh what am I talking about? Plastic fucking murder suit. <laughs> Jesus. I almost closed this out. We're talking about the greatest thing in the Everyone's world. Everyone's like screaming at Everyone us. Everyone was just screaming. Screaming at PMS. Their... He's got his PMS on. He's got his PMS, plastic murder suit. An article I was reading about costumes a while back was like, is this technically a four-piece suit? Because he's got yes. his three-piece suit on and his fucking... And then the clear murder suit on top. It's amazing. It it, it's amazing because... You're going to murder somebody. You're wearing your plastic murder suit with your gloves and all that. Right. Why are you still wearing a jacket and tie underneath? Why aren't yeah. you wearing like a sweater or like something that has movement? Right. Or just take right exactly. Just take your coat off and, and your vest off at the yeah. very least. So you're just wearing a shirt that has to be. There's no way that fucking latex is breathing. Oh, you're it's sweating this crinkling, like a dog. Oh, under it's, there. It's, it's, it's nonsense. And honestly, that's a liability. Like you're sweating under that plastic suit. You're likely to drop some like sweat. It's, it, it's like footy up to the collar. 
It's interesting. I know, but off your it's, head. Well, that's what's interesting is that he wasn't wearing a hairnet or some Correct. kind of a head headgear. Right. You know, like I found that as an oversight. I mean, maybe Hanny's, he's so gelled up with his hair product. He's like, ain't nothing coming down. <laughs> it ain't coming. This shit ain't coming down. I got this imported from Italy. It is rock solid um, up there. Do you think, where do you get that? Etsy? Where do you get that murder suit? The PMS? Yeah. I think he's bespoke. He's got a guy. He's got a he's plastic. Got a he's got a plastic guy. I love that underground plastic suit. I mean, uh, kit just guy. the introduction of the PMS. It's like, it, it's the greatest moment. It's the greatest, like, murder accessory. Yeah. You know, like, Dexter had his, like, brown shirt that he wore. Oh, really? Yes, that he, like, wore when it was, like, murder time. Um, I'm trying to think if there are, like, other... I mean, you know, yeah. pe- there are killers with that wear masks. You mm-hmm. know, sure, that's their accessory. The clear, bespoke Full-gloved suit. Full-gloved, suit. full footy suit. suit. It's like, it's great. He's like, I, okay, if I'm going to commit these murders, I need a thing that's going to be completely DNA yeah, proof. Yeah, Nothing's going to seep out. I got to have a thing. And I love that it's clear. He's like, well, I got. Well, that's a, he was like, I got to make sure. All right, so no DNA. Got to be safe. Like, you know, can't have, they can't find me. Also, if anybody happens to see mm-hmm. me, they'll get a look at this fly ass suit gotta I got. Look, I got to look good. Mm-hmm. What dress was, 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 uh, faceless girl wearing she was like wearing some like little house on the prairie yes yeah, like, i was thinking she was wearing just like some sort of nighty some sort of like uh cotton uh farmhouse i have so many questions laura ingles wilder like bullshit yeah yeah it, it, it was like that um but oh my god the plastic murder suit how did i almost put that without fucking plastic murder suit? yeah like, how the, could one of the, you? the greatest one of the greatest uh how could parts you, of the show I remember when I first saw it. You always remember your first time. You know. And I first saw it, I was like, what? <laughs> I like yelling. What is he wearing? What's he wearing? What's he wearing? What's he wearing? Loser. <laughs> All, All right. right. Any more costumes? Not that I can think of. Word. Plastic. A suit of plastic. It looks like magic. That was costumes. Is that the Beatles? Yeah. It's from yeah. I'm Just Seen a Face. Clean the face, face I can't for. She ain't seeing no faces. She ain't. <laughs> she ain't seeing no faces. <laughs> All right, that's brilliant. Okay, uh, that oh, and girl. also to to really close it out, we'll see wearing. We'll see wearing. We'll see wearing. We'll see wearing. Who's up? <laughs> so good, so good. Chimp Broadbent crushing again. Everyone crushing, killing, killing it. Killing it. Um, so okay. So how did she find Will? She ends up at his house, and Who? she's like in uh, the faceless girl. She like walks up to his house, and she's like under his bed, right? Um, I don't know. They how did she it, find him? Did she drive as, a car? Is she walking through the wilderness from Delaware say, to Wolf oh, Trap? They, she's been following you, right? How? How? If he's driving a car, can she drive? <laughs> did she hop in his like trunk? Is she taking the bus? Is she taken Can you again? Imagine? This is another example of like travel in this show is just a mystery, a nonsense, a mystery. Because it is like hours from Baltimore to Wolf Trap. Yeah, right? like well, like it, it was first in Delaware, and now granted, I don't know where that right. one town in Delaware is. It could be Southern Delaware, but still, like take a look at the map. You have Delaware up here, then it connects to Maryland, yeah. Then you have DC, then Northern Virginia. So, yes. she, so she has to cross the Potomac River. Like, how the how? fuck is she On getting? A raft. Oh, that would is she forward the river? <laughs> <laughs> Did she, she build a raft? I, I don't know. So, I like, have no listeners, idea. if you guys know how this girl got around 
and or what time are we working over? Like, is this days? Like, right, it, right. she followed me there. How? I, I, I don't understand she has a GPS, how she found him. She has a phone, put it into Google Maps, his address somehow. She like, has, like, some crazy, like, like just, like, like tracking, like, scents. Like, she, like, smell yeah. him, and she, like, tracked his scent or something. This bitch can hardly see faces. How is she seeing, like, road signs? I don't know. And how has she not died from hypothermia? In the winter, True, I mean, she right. has like loss of bone mass. What is, is like, she eating? Yeah, I have so many questions about her and like how she survived. And then when they finally get her, she's in this like you know hyperbaric chamber esque thing. Yeah, barely being alive. treated like a burn victim. Right. And yet before that, she's just out and about, just like it's normal, even though it's actively snowing and outside it. and I'm presuming still winter. And she's Again, all this no skin that have come off. Concept and yet, of time. Frostbite, um, hypothermia. I have so many questions about her, know. and there's no answers because then. I honestly don't remember what happens to her next episode. I'm, I'm assuming Hannibal's going to murk her because... Oh, I remember. You remember she, what happens to her. I honestly don't. No? She's in the chamber and then it ends. And I'm like, well, poor girl. Oh. But I, but I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. Oh, do you want me to tell you or do you want no, to wait? No, we'll, we'll, okay. we will find okay. out okay. Right. when we find out. We'll get there. In two weeks' time or in four weeks' time, we'll get there. I can't get the smell of butt out of my mouth. <laughs> I can't. That's a t-shirt, listeners. <laughs> Ethical butchers. I can't get the smell of butt out of my mouth. Also, I can't get the smell of butt out of my mouth. <laughs> Do you smell with your tongue, Melina? Are you like a fucking like? Are you are you like a are you a, a, a butterfly? You taste with your fingers and you smell with your tongue. All right, everybody. I'm leaving the podcast. It's been fun. <laughs> I can't get the smell of butt out of my mouth. Oh my god! Amazing. Um, um, and so um, this um, is, yeah, so this is when we get, you know, it, she's, they figured out who it was, and they're talking to, to the mom, and the mom is like, I thought she was dead, and I kind of yes. hoped she was. And the mom looks like she's 27 years old. Yes, I was, I couldn't put heads or tails. And the picture of, well, that was the girl, yeah. looked like she was in that picture older than the mom Yeah, then. yeah. I don't understand. I, it's fine. You, you're not supposed to. Um, oh my god. <laughs> Can make your bed rock, girl. Jack Crawford. <laughs> That's his theme song. I can make your. We need a remix of "I Am Bedrock" dubbed over. I am a bedrock. Man, that was like my jam. Young like, Money. This fucking album. Fuck the bullshit is another song on this album. Wife. Beater, I think, is another song on this fucking album. Probably. What are we talking about? Because it's Young the Young Money Weird. album. It's like Nicki Minaj, Drake. Yeah, this is 09. This is like, this is. Yeah, oh yeah. That was, was like start of my senior year. I was school. never into Young Money. I knew Bedrock. That was all I knew. Oh, yeah. No one was into Young Money, but if you listen to Top 40 Radio, it was like <laughs> the only song they played. You were not a Young Money head. You weren't a real head. You didn't have a deep cut. No, I was like not. Well, excuse me. I was never an 11-year-old boy, so I was not into Little Wayne. Ugh. So, thank you. Nor was I. Um, but if anybody wants to fight me over Drake, I, I will fight you. I don't understand the half that Drake. I'll fight you on Drake. I yeah, don't get just it. just anything. I don't know. I don't just, get it. If anybody has anything to say. I don't get it. I don't get Drake. I don't get it. I thought Hotline Lim was fucking get it? boring. Boring? Completely boring. You listen to his latest album? No. I listened to one song on that one with the fucking thing from, like, was it Skylines or Headlines? The, the, the Space Needle or the Tower from Toronto? Like, that's the album cover? Uh, uh, that, that was, was nominated. Like, like, everyone lost their shit about. That and was, I was like, like an, I, That was years ago. 
this, this, is, this is when I become like a real old fucking dad. Is when I, is, I had a friend recently who was like, love, he was like, I'm really in, I know that little, I know that Drake is not this kind of rap, but like a lot of kind of rap that I like is stuff that's more based on wordplay. Like I love Kendrick, I love Anderson Pock, I love that kind of stuff. Okay, yeah. I don't like, I don't get the point of rap that's like, yo, I'm saying a word, I'm saying another word, and I'm saying a phrase. And here's another phrase. I'm like, where's the, like, I don't yeah. see lyricism in that. And there's just like a beat. And it's like, now I'm saying this. I'm saying this now. Interesting. Here's a sentence. Here's a phrase. Yo. Okay. Here's another phrase. I mean, you could also argue that all rap is just for a series yeah, of phrases. Yeah, but like, when it's this, like, like the, the quickness the, like, of it or the, like, you know, it. I was listening to, like, Enter the Wu-Tang last night on my record player. And I was okay. like, all right, like, that kind of stuff to me. I, okay. I, I, I. I am open to someone saying where the artistry is in it, but to me, like when it comes to that, I'm like, I'm not like, oh, yo, watch him throw some throw some rhymes down. So I mean, yeah, right. I think like Drake is not known for his like clever wordplay in that way, but I think um, people listen to Drake for the production quality, and he is like, I get that. He has like, of course, there's all the memes of him being like the emotional rapper. Like there are like a series of songs that I could probably point to and, and Perry is probably screaming at his like I, headphones I, right I, now because he's a big Drake wait. head. I can't wait. Perry, Drake. get at me. Per- Perry, Perry. Send Jack like a list Drake. of like some of your favorite sh- send <laughs> Jack a list of some of your favorite like Drake songs. Get you back the in the ones. wheelchair, Drake. Degrassi forever. My best friend Alex, mentioned this podcast before, had pictures of Stacey Farber L- I think it was L- like the, the like emo girl from Degrassi yeah. on his locker. He was obsessed. He, he was in love with her. Wow. Mm-hmm. You don't have to blast your friend like that on uh, our podcast. Yo, no. He's not insulted by this. He's, <laughs> I guarantee if you're listening to this, he's like, yep. You're sp- spreading his uh, He's like, yep, that's my brand. All right. He's also seen the SpongeBob musical 11 times on Broadway. That's also his brand. Oh, I get it. You're rich. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, I've had a berry, a Iberico, like I've had the leg of ham. The jamón Iberico. Yeah, which is, I mean, you have Iberico, we, we, we did our honeymoon in Spain, and we didn't have like the carving the leg there, but you have like, that fucking Parma ham is on everything. Sure. And it's I like bet. prosciutto, it's amazing, it's yeah. great. But I, we, some people from our church growing up in New York, this, this gay couple who have a lot of money and they're like designers, and uh, through my wife and I an engagement party, because they were really good friends with my parents and my family, and they that party was crazy, and they literally had a leg like Hannibal did. Wow! They had a block of Parmesan cheese that you would like slice off. Yeah. These crackers, and then a fucking leg on the thing that Hannibal had, and he's like, wow. and you could just slice off whatever you wanted. And I remember getting way too drunk on bourbon that night, and just like fucking like going to town on a leg of ham. Wow! Everybody, listen. This is how the one percent lives. <laughs> Welcome to talking one percent. Uh, you know, you it's, know, it's nothing you know, but people ham. People don't know how hard we have it. <laughs> you know, people don't. You know, I would argue that the hardest person, <laughs> people have it the hardest right now. You know, already have that. Like they're giving other things to everybody else nowadays. <laughs> Can you imagine? I, I, you know, like what about the order of the, what about the, yeah, what the about natural Darwinism? <laughs> Ugh, kill me. Um, I'm just saying, it's really tasty. And I wrote in my yeah, heart, Iberian it looks, ham. It looked freaking I mean, fantastic. if you like prosciutto, I also love how fucking Sutcliffe is not impressed. No, no. He's like, oh, there you go, Hannibal. The more expensive. Your fancy foods and you're all, fuck you. And then it does the unspeakable and refers to Will as a pig. Yeah, he's like, is he your pig, basically? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Hannibal goes... Are you referring to Will Graham? And sort of looks at him like, 
Excuse He's me? He's my fucking friend. I set his mind on fire, but I'll put it out. Don't worry. Right. Well, I think that's when Hannibal realizes, like, okay, you, you've, like, served your purpose, but you clearly, like, don't understand what's happening here. Also, you're a liability. You yeah, might talk. Yeah, right. Um, and, like, clearly he's, like, gone around Hannibal, I'm assuming, and, like, ordering the second MRI for Will, or I don't mm-hmm. know who would have ordered that. I think Will wanted it, didn't he? Yeah, Will said he? he wants more tests, and then Hannibal okay. goes, that that could be okay. Now that we know what it is, it's easier to hide. Oh, yeah, okay, there we go, yeah. Um, but, you know, Hannibal has a very specific idea as to, like, who is a pig and who deserves to be mm-hmm. treated like an animal and, like, Will, I know I'm letting his brain burn right now, but he is not an animal. He's my friend. He's my friend. He's my friend. Be nice to my friend. Suckcliff, you're not invited to my birthday party. <laughs> but like, this is another example of Suckcliff helping shed light on like what Hannibal was like and like how yeah to like the artsy like the upper crusty that sect of people at like the benefit at the museum would be wowed by his lavish parties, Ooh, yeah. dinner parties. How like regular people like. Other residents at the hospital. Right. I, 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 can't you see Hannibal, this fucking younger, but like he's the same guy at the hospital. And he's like, hey, fellow residents, want to come to my house for some dinner? And he's this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And they're all like rolling their eyes at yeah. his like, I'm on medical. And they're like, all right. Okay. Yeah. I've had nothing but hospital food for 10 years. Like, sure. But like, but like I'm not impressed by your care. show you're putting on. You know? And Suckliff's like, here it is. You're still at it. The most, what's more expensive and flashy, the better. Like, eyes are roll. <laughs> he doesn't appreciate the artistry. Considering, speaking of artistry and like table settings, there's like multiple bones on their plate that I'm, maybe they're eating bone marrow. There's always bones. And there's like an octopus. There's like an octopus that's like laying upside down, like tentacles on the fucking plate. Like when he's cutting up the ham, there's there's just an octopus sitting out there. Well, you know, whatever, anything for the aesthetic, so I don't hate it. And octopus is delicious. I mean, I've had calamari. It's much better. No, it's it's like a long tentacle. You have it grilled. It's delicious. Super tender. All right. Um, Again, I introduced you to oysters. I didn't stray you wrong. No, you did not. Octopus the truth. (laughs) It's the truth right there. And Hannibal with his pink shirt, so you know he's not. Again, I wrote, tuck that collar in. Tuck that collar in. Oh, was it out again? It was out in that scene. So maybe it is purposeful then. What does it mean? I, don't, I hate it. I hate it. Um, so, yeah, we're back at the hospital then yeah, for Will's another get, round of testing. Will's getting his MRI, and then Suckliff is fucked up. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, this is another... I mean, this episode is is the most recent, like, disgusting episode, second to the mushroom people. That mm-hmm. is, like, hard for me to look at. Like, seeing someone's fucking skull knocked back like that... <laughs> Wait, you didn't find the cello man to be as equally disgusting? Nah. <laughs> nah. He I. I mean, that's like standard. It's, yeah, standard practice. You see the cello man and you know, it's normal. I need to open you up to get some good sound out of you. Right, and everyone's like, the fuck, What Will? the fuck? Are you okay? No, he's not. Um, yeah, so Will goes, in his, goes into the MRI, wakes up, no one's around. He mm-hmm. goes uh, uh, looking for somebody, and boy, does he find him. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and then he thinks, he, he gets Katz to confirm that he didn't do it. Yes. Or at least Katz has a feeling that Will is thinking, did I do did this? Did I do this? And she's like, you couldn't have. You were in the MRI thing. Like, Again. <clears throat> no, none of your DNA is on this. You, you didn't do it. 
Um, Love it. Cats. But that was when I was like, is Hanny framing, like Hanny's framing the girl there? Because that's the the way yes. his face was carved off or what the fuck was the same pattern as as Delaware Girl, yeah. whose name I can't remember. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. She was irrelevant. Wow, Melina. <laughs> wow. Bobo Abigail. Bobo Abigail Hobbs. <laughs> Fix that. Fixing all. Speaking of the Beatles, I feel like this show has brought me so many Beatles. There's a Beatles reference for everything in the show so far. <laughs> Thinking about Costa oh, I'm fixing yeah. a hole. Where they from Sgt. Pepper's? One of my favorite songs from oh. Sgt. Pepper's is Fixing a Hole. Wait, my brain is not working right because whenever you said Beatles reference, which is precisely what you, you said. Beetlejuice? I heard Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, which, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. But in my mind, it made sense because you know those characters that like have the big head. I don't know that, much like, about Beetlejuice at all. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I, I know There's like a premise. character that looks eerily like the way Dr. Sutcliffe looks. Really? Yeah. Beetlejuice heads, y'all know what I'm talking about, with the big old heads, and they could like crack their mouths wide open, and it, you guys get it. It's nice. been a while since I've This seen is the Beatles. Beatles song that's like, Bobo Abigail Hobbs. Of course, now it's not playing. Everyone knows this song. It's one of my favorite Beatles songs ever. And then I get murdered. <laughs> so yeah, she's fixing a hole. I love her. Um, R.I.P. But, oh, Honestly. I was wrong. This is when uh, she's under his bed. Correct. Sweaty ass Will. It's yes. midnight. Yep. It, on the nose. On the nose for some And this reason. is again where the dogs are like way too well behaved. Again, I know the, yeah. the, the noise in the, in the thing was a hallucination. But like they're just yeah. like chill. And they, there's somebody who got into his house, right. went under his bed, and they're just like, mm. but and then they growl. Yeah. yeah, they're not losing their mind when she gets into the house and calls under the bed. They're not smelling her and following her and like, like right. waking him up. Isn't that weird? Yes. I mean, at least they growled a little bit, so it woke him up, so he knew. But like, what must she smell like? Right, because Hannibal smells her whenever she walks what? in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's how he knows. That's how he knows that she's there. And that flashback scene. I mean, just like, like rotten skin, it has to be. Just like, rot, like is there rotting a, a, body. A sweetness to it. A sweet heat. Does she smell a, like a some... A barbecue lace. Does she smell like some dog food fucking She smells like jelly canned, beans? canned dog food being boozled jelly beans. <laughs> yeah, like I'm wondering, like, she must smell gross. She, she's been, like, on the run in the woods B-O, for how, how like knows how long. melting skin. Right, and she has... Her skin is literally dying on her body. Is that part of that syndrome? She has the thing where, like... Like she's she thinks she's dead. I can't. I'm trying to like compute all of what she has. Oh, okay, so so she thinks she's dead. Yes. She it's all can't. Part of the same she thing. can't see faces. Correct. And her her, her her fucking body is like leprosy dying away. Yeah, because she's getting no circulation to her skin. That's part of the. They're thing. like that's why she doesn't bleed because her like cir- her skin isn't circulating blood. Got it. So that's why it's like sagging off her face oh, and like, like she's all sallow skinned and yeah. like jaundiced looking. Yeah. Um, that's, that's why. No, I'm not into it. I mean, I'm kind of into it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I love it. Oh, wait. Did I talk about... So I talked about how, like, Miriam lasts. There's, like, this potential Brian Fuller universe crossover oh. with Dead Like Me. Yeah. Um, because... Okay. So Dead Like Me is a story about Georgia Lass. Okay. She dies. And she becomes a part of a team of people who are also dead okay. that walk the earth 
as live people. Like everyone, you can see, you can interact with them, oh, blah, blah, blah. Wow. But they are dead, can, and their job is to go around and um, find people who are just about to die. They like get these prop, these like pieces of paper that say like, go here and find this person. And they have to like take their soul right before they die. Oh, Apparently wow. it like makes the death process like more, um, like less messy. It's more messy if you like leave their soul in. Interesting. So they're sort of like grim reaper types. Okay. Um, so, and this girl's name is Georgia Mansion. Mansion and Lass both mean young girl. Oh my God. And so the idea is that this is, like, the same girl. Whoa. And it's, like, interesting because, like, this girl thinks she's dead. And in Dead Uh Like Me, like, she is dead. Wow, interesting. And, like, at least in the beginning, like, thinks that she's alive or is at least, like, interacting with the world as if she's alive. Like, she can touch other people and all this other stuff. I'm sold. Um, And then, like, also in Dead Like Me, Georgia Lass's little sister is named Regina. Miriam Lass's middle name is Regina. Regina George. Regina Regina We're going to have a crossover with Mean Girls. Regina Lass. And so the idea also was like, there's a theory that Miriam Lass is Regina Lass. Uh, Oh, wow. You just fucking like, for listeners don't realize this, but on Melina's wall, there's just pictures and then there's drawings and then there's markers and there's like the, yeah, red string. She's been computing this. For, for months. Yeah, for decades, really. Um, <laughs> this has been your, it's your passion project. <laughs> I, I tried to follow you there, but I haven't seen Dead Like Me. But, like, okay. the gist is, like, there, there, there's some possible crossover. Correct. That there potential. are, like, actual, like, characters that occur in both wow. series. I'm sold. I got to watch Dead Like Me. I love Pushing Daisies. Uh, um, you have to watch it. Um, fucking Mandy Patinkin's in it. Great. Great. I love it. And, I love Mandy uh, Patinkin. Jasmine, whatever her name is, she was in a different world. Um, anyway, she's like beautiful. It's hilarious. It's great. great. It's I'm like in. really sort of heartwarming and like family great. drama, but like funny. Great. I I mean I love I I feel like I love that. Yeah. And I loved Pushing Daisies, which is so wonderful with Jim Dale narrating yeah. it. Lee Pace, my uh, Lee Pace, my boobly. Oh my god! Anyway. Please take. <laughs> I love I love Lee Pace. I do too. I love Walton Catch Fire. I loved Lee Pace yes. in Lincoln. I just I'm such a Lee Pace head. Lincoln the movie? Mm-hmm. I have not seen He Lincoln. played Fernando Wood, this like shithead congressman from New York. Super racist guy. He's great. That's like one of the main villains in the movie. I It's really good, Lincoln. Okay. I it's just... a Steven Spielberg. It's Yeah, I get you know, it. Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Lewis is Lincoln. It's a screen screenplay by Tony Kushner, who did Angels in America. Mm-hmm. Such great acting, fucking Jason. It's so good. All right. It's on Netflix now. Oh, okay. It's well worth your time. Um, speaking of Netflix, we're now just like, I'm literally, this is how bad we've gone along recently, so I'm like, we, we need to make up, we need to, we need to fill the air. Like, as, no, as if we have no, a, we're just chatting. No, but speaking of Netflix, so we, we're both big Sabrina heads. Big. Love Long that Long live Miss Wardwell. Holy shit. Uh, along with Ambrose, I like desperate. <laughs> The, I need to get some silk robes, some scarves, and just like be Ambrose because I fucking loved Ambrose. I love that show. Ambrose, that this show it is makes me so want to watch great. Riverdale. I've seen some Riverdale. Yeah, a little bit. Right. Yeah. Same. I'm this gl- is obviously it's the same universe. It's the same universe. I, I just did. there's nothing better than Sabrina in my mind. I don't. know. And it makes me want to dye my hair that color at the end when she has like I've always I, Ooh, I like always want to have like white. a stark white hair and like when she has Ooh, at the she's end. She's a bad girl now. She looks. She's a mean girl. Yeah. I love the way they do, like, I mean, all actors are tiny. Like, Dan, like speaking of Harry Potter, 
Danny Rads is like yes. three feet tall. He's tiny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, but they do it so like you very rarely realize how small he is. So sometimes when they can't avoid it, and he's like, oh, he's tiny. Yes. But like, she is Kiernan Shipka. Shipka mm-hmm. is like five one or five two. She's teeny mm-hmm. tiny. Mm-hmm. And yet they do it in a they shoot in a way that never really makes her seem super super, super teeny. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I was I, just thinking of that recently. I was like, yeah, she's tiny, but they don't. She, she doesn't seem that tiny. I love it. I'm into the dark magic stuff. And it's the, the guy who plays Father Blackwood. The cane pit. And, killing it. Oh, yeah. Crushing. What else is he in? I was like, I know I, I haven't know. seen. He seems like a really great. Yeah, I'm he, sure he has a Shakespearean roots because he was giving me a lot of Shakespearean oh, vibes. Crushing. Yeah. yeah he uh, was I would nailing. love him. It's like he was so great as the main antagonist. He was so, so good. I loved her. Like, um, I loved Hilda. Is that her? No, her sweet aunt. Loved Hilda. Yes. The Hilda. Night, the Hilda like and one. Zelda, yeah. Yes. Yes, it was Hilda. They were both killing it. They're awesome. Absolutely. Everyone was great in that show. And I love Susie. Um, yeah. I loved... I, it's just a great show. You guys watch it. Watch Sabrina. I kind of watch Sabrina. This will be, be the Sabrina cast after we finish with Hannah. Yes! <laughs> Sabrina podcast. Just like diving in. I just... One last thing about Sabrina. I love how... Like, <laughs> I mean, obviously, this is now very well. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. And I love how in Harry Potter, like... The, for the most part, the spells are like words, or like maybe two words, yeah. you know, expect a patronum, blah, yeah. blah, blah, and it's just like, that's the spell, right. whereas in, in, in the Sabrina universe, either it's like this Latin whole incantation, or it's right. like, forget I said, forget I said, forget it, forget it all in your worried head, like, like, a, <laughs> right. like a limerick, like they say, right. like, that's the spell. Yes. I just love that. I love that, too, and of course, like, Sabrina's also, like, much darker than Harry Potter. Like you guys remember whenever Harry well, Potter yeah, first like, came out and everyone like was like Satan. Like, well, everyone was like, Oh, don't read Harry Potter. It's satanic. Okay. And not it's like everyone for, was saying that. Okay. Like, well not everyone, but I mean like the people opposing it yes. were opposing it for satanic reasons. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, where in this fucking book do they mention Satan? Nowhere. And then Sabrina is like literally you is literally like have to devil. sign your soul over to the Satan. So if you haven't watched it, like that's oh, sort of the, like the, the dark, gist like, of it. Everyone worships Satan, and no one gives like it's not even like okay, great. It's not. It's even. like a joke. Like Christianity is like a joke in Sabrina. Oh yeah. Like they could refer to God the as as conceptual as conceptualized in Christianity as the false god. Yeah. Okay, should we finish? We should finish this episode, I guess. Um, I wrote this poor girl for Georgia, Matt. Like, I felt so bad for her. She was under the bed, and she was like, "Am I alive?" And he's like, "Yes, you are." And he reaches out to her. Yeah, but she like, it turns out all right so for her in the end. In, in uh, the question mark does echo it? Chamber. <laughs> we'll, see. Look, like, we'll see what happens. I know she's gonna get murked. Like, <laughs> she's probably gonna get murked in like a Deadpool way, where she's gonna like burned alive. Like, it's like those things are super oxygenated, and I imagine that it's gonna like, it's gonna have a spark somehow. Question mark. You know, and she's in a bit burned to a crisp. I think that's what happens. Is that what happens? Do you want me to tell you? <laughs> no, no, but like, that, that's my eye. I've seen it a bunch of times before, but I can't remember, but I feel like that's what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm surprised you can't remember. I, me too. Uh, um, it's like the only thing I can, I can remember from that storyline of hers. Wow. Is I remember she couldn't see faces. I remember the amazing scene where Hannibal's just hard at work, just ripping this guy's face off. Just like, calmly, like, all right. Rip the guy's face off. And then she walks in, and he's like, he walks up to her. His face is all fucked up. And she's like, what? And then he just gives her the scissors. Yeah. Here you go. Take these. Well, yeah. And it's sort of the uh, the the last thing that Hannibal says, sort of, uh, what am I thinking? What's the word I'm thinking of? It's foreshadowing to the fact that it probably won't end well for her because they yeah, say, I oh, hope for her sake who knows she doesn't what remember she's much. Gonna, <laughs> you 
keep finishing my sentences for me. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right. Yes, that's what she says. I hope for her sake. I'm sorry. I didn't remember the exact words. I was like, I wrote it down. Because that was... He should, uh, was Hannibal talking to Jack? Uh, maybe. Probably. And that was when he was like, I wonder what she knows. Um, yeah, more than likely. She looked relatively normal in the hyperbaric chamber. Yeah. She wasn't all, like, sallow-skinned. She must be getting that good, uh, good, good healthcare. That, that yeah. good American healthcare. She got really, and she like, yeah. I hear that thought sometimes when I see like hospital shows or like Grey's Anatomy, and they're like, "We're gonna do this procedure," and I'm like, "How much that gonna cost?" Yeah, exactly. Can't wait to see that bill. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, like that's conveniently never mentioned in most like medical dramas. No, they never stop to ask them for their insurance card. Yeah, or be like, "Oh, by the way, we're gonna do this insane procedure. It's gonna cost four hundred thousand dollars." Right. And it might save you, maybe. Maybe. Hmm. If I'm Hugh Laurie, it might not. It might. It might. It might. Not. <laughs> I loved that show. Yeah, that was good. It was great. Uh, we've done nothing but talk about every other show except Hannibal, I feel like. I think we talked about Hannibal. <laughs> I feel like we're making up because I feel like earlier in the show we were very efficient talking about Hannibal. I yeah. think. I think. I mean, I think this is a great episode. What? What's your takeaway overall of it, uh, 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 of this episode? Uh, my score. Um, just generally, what? Yeah, what do you? Or just generally, um, I uh, I felt okay about it. Um, it wasn't a fave of mine, mm-hmm. of course. You know, I don't know. It was just another one of those like gross shows where you like don't get. Um, you're not, you know, you're looking for that Hannibal violence, or you're looking for like Hannibal to eat somebody, or you know, whatever. Like you're looking for the like, <laughs> the the key characteristics of why everyone's mm-hmm. watching Hannibal. And it's like great. I see the murder suit. I see him like murking somebody, um, but it's just like a grody episode that I'm like, <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, I might as well rate it since I'm already talking about it. Um, I'll give this one a six point five. Okay. If that's allowed, um, of course. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it six point five oozing fish. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That feels that feels fine. To that's me. fair. That feels fair. I rated it pretty highly. I I I'm downplaying what I originally wrote my, my initial reaction. Mm. Um, but I I love this episode. You're right. It didn't have some of the like really exciting bits. It's interesting. The only dinner scene we have, he's mm-hmm. he's not eating people, correct? Seemingly, I don't think right? because that's a leg of, of oh, a pig. pig. Yeah, you can't really. I mean, fake that. Not really. And there's like an octopus hanging out. I don't know if they're eating the octopus, but like you yeah. know, yeah. And so it, it, it's interesting with that. With that scene, there's not. It's not like oh, what part of person is this? Like oh, I guess this is not actually people, right? Um. So that that was interesting. Um. Because his only murder that we see Hannibal commit in this episode is not a murder for his own purposes. It's a murder to then frame uh, Georgia right. and and also get rid of Sutcliffe. But there's no trophies. He hasn't taken organ because that would right. that'd be like, well, well, what happened here? And even um, in terms of Will, it's like this episode just shows us that he's like even more so like losing grip of reality. And yes. it's like, great. That yeah. was like the purpose of this episode, I feel like, was and just to see him fade even farther. Exactly. And to really put and finally put a name on what's going for him. Yeah. Encephalitis. He's in a brain inflammation. Like, this is what is happening. Yeah. Now we know what's wrong with him um, when, where I knew something was going on. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know, but like, I, there are parts of it that I love. I mean, I mean, the plastic murder suit for me is like everything. And like the scene when mm. you're seeing, I don't feel like you've seen Hannibal actually murder someone yet. And like seeing Hannibal at work, you yes. know, ripping this body apart yes. was interesting. Daddy at work. And yeah, daddy. <laughs> oh, just men at, just men at work. Men at work. We need a sign that's oh. men at work, a road sign. But it's just a guy it's ripping just a open, Hannibal ripping, ripping a man's open face open. Oh, that would be amazing. Um, get that, guys, nerds. Get on yeah, that one. <laughs> Road signs. Um, yeah, so I loved that. And I I, I love, like I said earlier, the little, with Sutcliffe, util, like, as a tool to help us see more about Hannibal as a younger yeah. person and, like, how insufferable he must have been to people honestly. who weren't impressed by him, <laughs> um, which I just love. Um, so I'm going to give it 8 out of 10. I, yeah. I, I think I, I like this episode. Um, 8 out of 10 framed horses. Oh, uh, so I, I just, I'm, that had like the room vibes to me. Like in the room, <laughs> uh, the Tommy was so room, mm-hmm. there's this very famous framed picture of a spoon that's like obviously like a stock. Like Tommy must have just like bought the pi- the picture frame and stuck it there. We need a picture frame in the scene. And it's just like, it's literally just, just, just a fucking a spoon. spoon. <laughs> and it's very famous. Like if you see the room in the theaters, whenever the, the spoon shows up in this, in this shot, which just happens a lot, people bring bags of plastic spoons and just. It's raining plastic spoon. It's so much. You guys see the wow. room. Everyone, go see the room live at like a midnight sharing. It's so much fun. Um, but like to me, like that had the same vibe. Just like yeah. there's no fam. Like she has a she has a family. Like there's no family pictures. There's just like a lot of framed lot of pictures horses. of like paint like. And they're not even like photos of her own horses. They're like paintings yeah, of like horses. Like right. she like went to like an estate sale and just bought some horse pictures yeah, and hung them up. Yeah, an estate sale. I like that. <laughs> yeah, honestly. And so I just love that little bit. Just like I, I, right. I was fascinated by her little world she had in her house. Little Bobo Abbey. It was so hardcore Abbey vibes. The hair. Everything. Yeah. I honestly thought it was Abby at first. When she gets out of the car, I was yeah. like, oh, what's Abigail? What, yeah, but what's she Abigail got out. doing? Right. She, she, again? <laughs> again, she hopped the fence. <laughs> yeah, in the least secure psychiatric hospital Ever known to man. in the world. Okie dokie. <sighs> Anything else we, we missed? Man. Didn't talk about in this cold buffet of cold cuts? <laughs> what's um, your cold cut of choice, by the way? Yeah. Turkey, roast beef, ham. Mm, I'm a salami girl. I'm about to say. <laughs> I, I'm the same way. I love I'm salami. I'm a salami girl. See, my family, Living I told you, my, world. my family is from Sweden, and so salami is like on anything. It's on your breakfast really? toast. It's on, I mean, it, you're, it's always setting out somewhere. Like, there's always salami. So um, that is absolutely mine. My choice. I, I'm with you 100%. I love salami. I love um, when I was in high school. I would get like a fucking log of soprasada mm. and literally while doing my homework I would have a small cutting board on my bed just sit there with a knife and just like like just carve the soprasada and just be eating it. Did you have like a double bypass by the time you were 17? I, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I also like, ate salt bagels okay? for a little bit and then I was like I should stop I doing should this. I should probably eat my, up. My blood pressure is pretty high. I should <laughs> yeah. stop. But yeah like I was like I'm a, like a medieval lord just like carving yeah. this thing of meat mm. and just eating it off doing the Doing your algebra. Yeah. Yep. Pretty, literally. <laughs> exactly that. Yep. I'm going to do my algebra while cutting open this log of stuff. But that's how I'm with you on salt honey. Well done. Love it. Let's Get that Italian BMT from Subway. That's the salami pepperoni and I think Capricol. I don't know. What other thing? I haven't thing? been to Subway in like a million years. There's one over in the hospital. Oh, yeah. So, so I'll walk convenient. over there occasionally yeah. and get some get some stuff. All right. All well, right, every, friend. Thank you for listening, everybody. 
Thanks, Hope you enjoyed this episode of The Ethical Butchers. We enjoy having you as our listeners. If you celebrate Thanksgiving, I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Safe travels if you're traveling. Um, I hope it is happy and healthy and safe and wonderful. You can follow us on Twitter. We mentioned it earlier, at EthButchersPod. Um, please follow us. There's some always fun stuff on there. Our website is TheEthicalButchers.com. And send us an email uh, at EthicalButchersPodcast at gmail.com. Um, this is recorded and edited and all of that by us, much to our dismay as we have the technical difficulties. Um, Jack and Melina, that's us. Um, and then our theme music is by Sean Hills, and our logo design is by John Larson. All right, everybody. Take care. Cheers. <laughs>